in the Fox Cities, a show to find and discover new music. Hosted by Andy McNamara. Hello everybody, you're watching Fox Cities Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio. We've got a special show lined up for you today. We've got three different Wisconsin entertainers, which is pretty exciting. We've got Christopher Olson. Uh, Christopher is a stand-up comedian with a decade of experience. He'll be performing at the Meyer Theater in Green Bay with Dave Landau from Louder with Crowder on April 30th. Christopher also hosts the You Don't Say podcast once in a while, which currently has over 100 episodes. We also have Amanda Cupcake. Amanda is the cupcake queen of Wisconsin. You might have seen Amanda on TV during one of her many news appearances. She shares her colorful and glittery, glittery, that's a word, glittery cupcakes. <laughs> And uh, recipes on both her YouTube and uh, U42 pages. And then we've got Rex Hoffensberger. He's the frontman for the Fox Cities band More Than Mary. They performed at Mile of Music, Electric City Experience, as well as new segments and just all over. Uh, Chad has recently explored venturing into the solo artist realm, so we'll find out about that. Welcome to the show, you guys. How are you doing? Thanks for jumping on the show today. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. This is, uh, this is great. I had your mic off for the first couple words there, Chris. That's, that's actually probably good. That was good. Well played. You're, a, you're an excellent host. So we'll uh, kind of go down the line and, and find out a little bit more about each of you. And then I was hoping for a kind of an open dialogue about, you know, the, the success and the struggles of, of being an entertainer and working in kind of the entertainment side of, of the Wisconsin scene. Uh, Chad, since you're on the end... We'll start with you. All right. So you've this is your second appearance on the show. You were on with your band more than Mary uh, a few months ago. I'm a regular now. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us how long you've been been doing the the musician uh, thing and like just kind of give us a little a, a quick bio? Sure. Yeah, I've been doing it for probably about 25 years. Um, started with playing bass, oddly enough, in Madison when I was there. Uh, Got thrown into a band, never played bass before, a blues band. So I did that for a little while, moved here back to Appleton and uh, started playing music around here back in about 2000. And you recently, as mentioned, started recording some solo material. Is What what uh, drove you to start kind yeah. of venturing into that area? Yeah, I've been doing that forever, actually. Um, that's how a lot of the songs come about is I have a little place in my basement where I do all the recording. And I uh, actually recently went into what you have today is uh, a song I recorded at Rock Garden. I uh, thought I would have someone do it the right way once. <laughs> so, so, you know, eventually I'll have a, an album out of uh, material from the basement recorded properly. And Amanda Cupcake, you've been uh, doing these just amazing cupcakes and cakes and just all sorts of things. and. I'm sure if anybody watches any of the news stations, you've been on, on everything. And, of course, you, you've got uh, tons of videos up on YouTube where people can go and, and kind of try to make what you're creating. And can you give us the, the quick rundown on, on Amanda Cupcake? 
Yeah, so I actually, my big dream was to be a fashion designer. So in my early 20s, I moved out to California and got a fashion fashion degree, worked in the fashion industry. And then um, due to some adversity, I moved back to Wisconsin after about eight years of living there. And I started baking my broken heart into cupcake art. And I, <laughs> I needed like a rainbow bright type character in my life. So then I met Amanda Cupcake and I became like this alter ego. And I've been doing this now for 10 years, which is really crazy to me to think 10 years I've been going through this process. But I started out baking at like a little um, a little shop called Cronies in Wapaka. They rented me their kitchen and I used to bake there at night and then I'd sell my goodies during the day and I started a baking blog. And then this TV station found me on my blog and they're like, we love what you do. We want you to come on TV. And I was like, what am I doing? I don't know how to even do anything on television. I on my way there but I did it and then I discovered that I actually had a gift of teaching and sharing and playing with my food which I love to do um, with all of my creations and I I am now known as the soothing baker um, who puts <laughs> glitter glitter on her desserts on television and I've really been through a metamorphosis as Amanda Cupcake I started out thinking I wanted this huge brand and I wanted to sell my stuff, you know, like at Woodman's and all these big retailers. And now um, I've had a baby and now she's four going on five. And I have really kind of had to take from that, like what works for me. And what I really love to do is teach people. I love to play with my food. I love to include like therapy. And I, I mean, my dream would be to do like art therapy with food and kids someday but i that's why i do my videos i love sharing thank you we're going to find out about your videos upcoming and of course after the show too i'll have links if people want to find out more about about how they can see what you've got going on and how they can try to create some of the the glittery <laughs> stuff that you create uh, next up comedian christopher olson chris hey You've been doing the uh, the comedy scene for quite a while, and you've yeah got a, got a show, a big show coming up next week. But let's uh, get the rundown on your how you got into the sort of being a stand up comedian. Yeah, uh, so it started. Um, uh, but let me think. Um, well, this is the this is my t yeah I guess this is my like my tenth year. Um, I had gone to an open mic, which is uh, just. <clears throat> Anybody with jokes, anybody that wants to sort of give it a try for the first time, or a, a veteran if they're working out new material, or um, you know, brushing up on some old stuff, um, I went to just kind of go see a friend of mine who had been kind of dabbling with it, I guess you could say. And uh, open mics work where uh, in a couple of different ways, but this particular one is you just show up and you sign up and you get a spot and you go on. And uh, so my friend <clears throat> had put me on the list. And I didn't know of this. Nobody told me you're on the list, and you, you can do this. You'll be fine. So I told uh, a story of just um, a really horrible cab ride I had, and I got like a couple of chuckles, um, not laughs. Just keep that in mind. It was terrible material, um, but it, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, it sat with me. So I went back the next week, and I went back the next week, and um, that that carried for about six months, and then. Um, 
really what happens is you kind of grow these uh, relationships and you just sort of find out who's doing other things where you find out where there are other open mics where there's little shows um, you know non-paid shows you just uh, you know work yourself into then having say a solid five minutes um, then into 10 into 15 then you're able to kind of just really kind of flex your muscles a little bit of uh, of your writing and your style and uh, then eventually yeah I was uh, uh, put on a couple of different shows uh, fairly small, just, uh, you know, throughout the state. And, uh, now, uh, the last, uh, well, we'll call it five years. Uh, there was a, a two year gap in there just because something happened in the world. Um, but, um, <laughs> there was, uh, uh, the last five years I've been pretty fortunate. So, um, like, and I'm a Midwest guy. That's all I'm ever probably going to be. Um, but that's cool. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I've done, um, shows in, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, Michigan, um, and uh, had a show a couple of weeks back in Duluth, uh, Minnesota. Great little club there uh, called the Dublin. Um, highly recommended if you're ever in the area. Um, there's a bakery across the street, which I didn't go into, but uh, <laughs> that, that might be something you want to check out, Amanda. I'm not exactly sure. Um, <clears throat> but no, I've got um, a show tonight, actually in Coleman, Wisconsin, at... Um, a uh, nice little place. It's a bar, but it's called Cheers 2. They usually have a, uh, a huge crowd there, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm with uh, Jeremy Reedy, uh, who's kind of a uh, kind of a newcomer. And then uh, one of my uh, good buddies uh, has been doing this over 35 years, Rob Breckenridge. Uh, he's from Appleton here as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, next week I'm with uh, Dave Landau from uh, Louder with Crowder. Uh, Dave and I have been really good friends for about eight years now. Um, Dave was uh, one of the first people to uh, uh, really just kind of actually keep my phone number and uh, wanted to just check in every once in a while, like, how's it going, that type of thing. Uh, so I owe Dave uh, quite a bit. Um, but no, that's, um, that's the Meyer Theater. Um, uh, that is uh, 7 o'clock start, and um, there are not a lot of tickets remaining. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been selling well, so uh, I'm pretty pumped up about that. And uh, really special thanks to Dave for just reaching out to me and saying, hey, I'm going to be kind of in your neck of the woods. You want to you wanna do a big one with me? And I said, yeah, that's, let's, let's do it. So, um, yeah, my entire... Yeah, like the last, really, like the last six months, um, yeah, I've been just kind of uh, flexing and working out um, uh, really my set for that because uh, it means a lot, and I uh, I, uh, I got to do well. It's a big crowd, so. Well, the interview portion is over, or the, the job interview portion <laughs> is over, but. What are the next steps in this? Uh, do we, is there an I-9 I have to fill out now? Is there? A... Well, this, this is the first time that the three of you have met, so it, it's. Mm? I'm sure we're going to warm up as we as we go on, but Chris, you brought up a couple things that I'd like to kind of pose to the group. Uh, first thing is is you mentioned your connection with with Dave Lantow and, and your mm -hmm. friendship with him, and how that kind of got you this opportunity to play at the Meyer Theater. Rex and Amanda, and Chris, you can add some color to it too. Do you guys feel the kind of the, the connections are important as far as like when you guys are out? doing your thing are you making a big point to make sure that you're making connections and, and and those kind of friendships to to get everything moved up to the next level or at least like kind of spread the word about what you're doing it's kind of a pretty open-ended question yeah i think networking is huge i mean i learned that when i lived out in la that's part of my history um i always say i'm like a midwest girl with the cali vibe and <laughs> <laughs> i um i think 
I was always networking out there. And then when I, that just helped me with my experience now, but it's so different now because I do a lot of networking on social media, like on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then I work with like therapists too, because my, what I do, I put like a lot of emotion and heart into what I do. So I work with different people than like what you'd imagine. Like I've worked with like child therapists and different therapists because people, you know, they connect with food. So I network with people like that and I've created like a circle around that. And I've met just so many interesting people being Amanda Cupcake. I used to throw parties where I'd dress horses up as unicorns and just <laughs> all these people would just come out of nowhere and I'd meet all these different people and that's the cool part of it. And I, when I was baking constantly, like I was kind of like a walking cupcake factory, I was always in the kitchen because they're just, I needed like a clone of myself or several clones of myself. And people would never get to meet me. So simplifying my business or my brand in the way that I have helps me be able to network and connect with people yeah. better. Yeah. With the therapists, um, I mean, do, have you reached out to them to kind of get involved or has it been vice versa? Have they reached out to you? Um well, one of it is that I see a really amazing therapist myself. <laughs> I recommend therapy. Yeah, don't we all? I mean, that's like... <laughs> and, she, and she's really popular on TikTok. She's called, like, the TikTok bomb. And, the TikTok um, mom? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. She calls herself that. Um, here I am. I'm doing advertising for another person. But networking, <laughs> right? Networking. Yes, here we go. Um she has like over 500,000 followers on TikTok, but I knew her before she was that person because uh, she was my therapist. And seeing seeing therapists and working with child therapists and stuff like that for my own daughter, it has just opened up a whole new world because then I get recommendations from these therapists. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of like, it's just, just from meeting one, I've met like several and then we talk through social media because, right, the world has been super weird and closed mm -hmm. off the past couple of years. So a lot of my networking has been through social media. Sweet. Yeah. yeah that, social media is such a key. I mean, no matter what you <clears throat> do anymore. I mean, uh, I mean, even introverts are on social media. So it's, uh, I mean, it's, just, it's just part of life now. Um, the TikTok is the one that I'm trying to wrap my brain around. That's the one I can't. Uh, that. That's the one I can't quite... Um, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just the time thing. I don't know. I I find them interesting. Like I did have COVID nineteen and I, I got to watching TikTok a lot, um, but I would laugh and uh, then I would start to cough. So then I just kind of gave up TikTok <laughs> because I, I couldn't breathe. So, um, but um, Chris, right when you brought up TikTok or COVID nineteen, I laughed. This started chuckling because I thought you were setting up a joke already. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> I got a couple of COVID jokes on the tank, but um, no, <laughs> no. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, no, TikTok is the one thing I can't, I just I haven't wrapped my head around. Instagram, I'm pretty good at. Um, Twitter is, uh, that's a celebrity thing, quite frankly. Um, or porn. Um, I mean, that's really all <laughs> Twitter's really for. Um, but then, I mean, Facebook is pretty basic. Um, but no, like you got to, I mean, even now there's other platforms. I mean, you've got a YouTube 
uh, site is our page, whatever, um, channel, channel. Um, so no, it, it's, it's huge. Like, and then with, with, with what I do, that's, um, it's a must. I mean, you, you have to be out there yeah. pressing yourself. And even with music, you know, I'll say like comics and music, uh, and musicians, Andy and I have talked about this, just that there's this unspoken brotherhood usually between musicians and comedians because comedians want to be musicians and then musicians are usually and we comedians are on the road listening to music and i found that uh, musicians are on the road listening to comedy so uh, there's there's a very similar uh, connection to uh, to kind of both sets of art i guess if you want to call it art and we think we're funny a lot of the time sure yeah yeah <laughs> and i think i can play guitar and i can't so yeah <laughs> so the the social media stuff there is like more more and more popping up like my personal feeling on it is it's like, I don't care. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to download this new thing because I don't want to start over and whatever. But do you guys feel the same or do you feel that that kind of limits yourself? I mean, it's almost like a race to keep up with all this stuff. Yeah, it, it is. I Like TikTok, going back to that, I, I still have not downloaded TikTok. My whole family is on it <laughs> constantly. So I see how, what a time sucker it is. So I'm kind of afraid that if I actually do, Oh yeah! I'll never leave the yeah. house. So yeah, I think it's just I, to me. I'm just afraid it's going to be another thing that's just going to suck more life out of me. So I just, <clears throat> I, um, no, not like this is this isn't you know the bash TikTok session either. It's just I just <laughs> I haven't I haven't you know, I just can't wrap my brain around it just yet. I've 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 put up a couple of posts, but um, it is entertaining, and sometimes you learn a lot about people. I do have a friend, um, who is um, um, having um. Uh, conception issues her and her husband are trying to have uh, uh, trying to procreate if you will and she's done a tiktok session or is doing uh, tiktok videos in this uh, um, uh, fertilization process um, and so following her is pretty interesting just because like these appointments are dragging out so some of it you learn a lot uh, but then it's just other people you know why can't there just be over. one thing though right <laughs> right it would be yeah, if there's just one social media well if there was only one social media media outlet you know Elon musk would probably own it you know just uh, <laughs> yeah. at this point <laughs> amanda you recently got on something called u42 what is yeah. what is mm. u42 so that is brand new and i'm still learning about it um i have a friend who Oh, this is interesting. Talk about how I get into the mental health industry. I have a friend who produced a movie recently, and it was about PTSD. And I went to the premiere for it, and she just seems to be connected on all these different levels. She's a really interesting person. And she called me, and just one day out of the blue, and she was like, would you like to put your content on our new um, like website? And I was like, okay. And I have been putting off doing videos for a while because I've just been distracted by being a mom. And it's a lot of work to make videos and video content and all that. So I felt like it was a message like, okay, it's your time to do it now. <laughs> so she told me the website was U42 and it's it's brand new. Um, I think it's been on for a while, but I what I get from it is that I'm under this network that's on the um, website called Conscious Content, which is targeted toward mental health. And so she thought I would be perfect, like a perfect fit for it. So I'm trying right now, my challenge on that um, website is 
trying to figure out how to merge this with like mental health stuff because and like my tutorials with mental health stuff because that's the focus on that network um and that that website focuses it's kind of like a combination of like netflix youtube and patreon because you can get paid for your content on there and they don't own your stuff you own it so that's what they told me when i started so just kind of like beginning there <laughs> well you know what i just thought of this um so rex and, and christopher you guys like the profession you're in it's a big part of it's a performance and then you add on sort of the videos as a way to kind of expand a little bit amanda yours is basically videos and you're looking at like appearances almost to kind of supplement the videos where it's kind of reverse with with rex and, and christopher here where the videos are kind of secondary to you they're kind of the primary and then the appearances are secondary yeah so it used to be that the videos were secondary because i used to have a bakery called the cupcake mansion <laughs> i failed there it, that business that's failed. a great name it had a glitter wall awesome. you could come visit and like see the glitter really? wall and like throw i i would take some sprinkles and we would go make sprinkle wishes outside and throw them with the kids and kids would come in and they'd ask me to throw glitter in their hair so yes back then videos were secondary awesome. yes it was and my my big dream was to start like oh like kind of like starbucks but have a bunch of cute little cupcake mansions everywhere that's what i wanted so bad i even almost got on shark tank like they nice. contacted me, they had me fill out the application wow. and do the video. Oh, like wow. I was talking to someone, I got so close, and then they just ghosted me after I did it. <laughs> so I'm oh. so sad. How, so, how was that process? Like, was it a lot of preparation to to get ready for Shark Tank? Well, the thing is, is like I applied, and then I didn't expect them to contact me, and then they did. And then there's this 50-page application, and what I've discovered through this process is that I'm not a business-minded person. <laughs> <laughs> and like they asked all these crazy business questions but they wanted everything back within seven days and i'm like well then i'm just gonna like wing it <laughs> that's probably why they ghosted me <laughs> you, so. you brought up sprinkle wishes which rex i think that's a good song title i, I agree that would be beautiful christopher that's, that's a good actually song. i was gonna say you, you should come bit. to a show and bring your unicorns that would be, that would be great <laughs> throw oh my gosh i have lines of people when i do shows and stuff or if i speak they want me to throw glitter in their hair so i could Perfect. i could be your glitter assistant i like it <laughs> i know i know that amanda and rex you guys have both done news segments chris you have not right have you ever done a news segment where you go to the um i'm no i guess no no I feel like a lawyer. It's a yes or no question, sir. <laughs> You're right. I'm trying to think. Like I've 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 done TV, but it's it it hasn't been surrounded by comedy. So all right. Well, you sit tight for this, and if you have any anything to add with here, uh, <laughs> Rex and Amanda, you guys have done new segments. Yes. Like, is that stressful for you guys? Do you is it something you enjoy? I know Amanda, you've done so many that now it's probably like second nature to you, Rex. I think you. I know for sure you've done. I've a done handful. I right? think three. And Plus, like WAPL, you guys done that. Went out of the studio there. Yeah, live is very interesting. That's uh, that, that. There's a lot of nerves going on in the morning when you have to get up and do live television. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, after the first time, you kind of know what to expect, mostly. Um, but it's, it's quite fun. And uh, my daughter got the opportunity to do it uh, a few months back as well. So it was kind of fun to sit back and, and watch her have all the nerves instead of me. Rex's daughter is a phenomenal musician is is well i saw her at electric city last year and as i yes. told you she her voice i heard it from outside a tent and just it kind of drew me in and i was i was blown away so thanks but um but amanda any insight from you i know you're pretty tight with amy hanton yes i've been on fox 11 living with amy like probably 50 times oh, really you gotta wow. imagine wow. i've been doing this for 10 years yeah yeah well, yeah, that's, yeah. Only, that's twice a year. Well, no, it'd be like five times a year, whatever. Yeah, and, and the, ever since the pandemic started. <laughs> Terrible at math. <laughs> yeah, you got a mathematician, mathlete. <laughs> mathlete, that's great. <laughs> um, I Yeah, so I haven't been on Amy as much in the last couple of years since the pandemic began. I really miss going on there because I have a special connection with her. Um, but Channel 5, WLUK, has been contacting me a lot lately. And I love going on there. And I wish they would just build me a kitchen because <laughs> I will go on there and I will, I could, I could just have my own baking show on Channel 5. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Have either of you had any mistakes on there? When you went live or anything that sort of cringed at afterwards when you're watching it? Yeah, I've uh, forgotten verses and had to repeat the <laughs> second verse first or whatever. <laughs> no, I knew what was going on, but I was called out on it later by somebody. I was like, oh, well, then you were paying attention. That's good. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Yes. <laughs> Amanda, anything come to mind for you? I mean, you're doing, uh-huh. you're kind of demonstrating cooking. So some of it, or baking, I should say. So some of it you have created prior, but... Right. And you had a funny thing with um, Frank. Yes. And let's be frank. That was. Yes. Oh. I actually, I I like making mistakes because that's part of being transparent, right? With baking. And that's, it's the trend right now to make mistakes. And so um, when I was on Channel 5 this last time, it was for Easter and I made these like bunny push-up pops. They were like cupcakes and push-up containers, and the bunny would peep out. It was like a little peep bunny. And for TV, I put a toothpick in the little marshmallow peep because I definitely wanted to. There's just precautions I take for live TV that are different than, like, if I had something at a bakery so something won't fall apart in transport or whatever. So I stuck a toothpick in the marshmallow peep so it would definitely stay in the pop, like, when I pushed it up and down. And, uh, yeah. So I didn't expect anyone to eat it. <laughs> and Frank like stuffed his face with the push-up. And on air, he's eating it and he's like, mm, oh. And the toothpick got in his mouth and he's like, is this toothpick edible too? <laughs> so. but I put together like a little kind of a medley of the three of you, which let's play now. It's, it's about three minutes long and it'll give the viewers a little taste of of kind of what you guys do and we'll come back and of course as always if you have any questions in the uh, description the phone number is in there and I, I can rattle it off later call, call us <laughs> you're uh, watching Fox City's Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio welcome your host and first comedian this evening Christopher Olsen <laughs> Thank you. 
service of nine people chest painted at L-U-T-H. Lutherans, Lutherans. You don't see that Catholics charging out of mass going, P.O.P., we got hope, and you don't. I said, you look at these 31 girls, the 31 handbags, anybody remember this, 31? You, you're well aware of these 31 girls? Fantastic. Yeah, see, I want you involved. I want you involved, get into this fight as well. Bring your bag along. We're gonna fill those suckers with concrete, nails. Get a long handle on it, swimming that around like a scene out of a gladiator. Be great. Pay the view at the end of this one. I say after midnight, though, our next four ninety-five, we bring in the pure romance ladies. Yeah, move everybody up. Nice little slap, gentle pillow fight. In the kitchen with Amanda Cupcake, and we have the cutest cupcakes we're going to make, perfect for Halloween. They actually glow in the dark. I've never heard of such a thing. There's also glitter everywhere. Woo! <laughs> so cute! Today, I'm going to be getting lucky in the kitchen. I'm going to bake these green shamrock-shaped cupcakes. And you do a little squirrel. And you pile it really high on top. Cause then he's gonna hang and, out on the top. Uh huh. He fits right on top, and you can sprinkle. Do you so want to sprinkle cute. it yes, with carrots and? And so this, little I actually thought this was edible Easter grass. Coconut, <laughs> but this is edible Easter grass. Yes, and it tastes like apples. The okay. green stuff tastes like apples, and the pink tastes like strawberries. The little yes. carrots are from the bulk price food shop. Look at his little bunny feet <laughs> and carrots. Can They're you so see cute. that? They're so. Let's cute. see what they taste like. These mm. Frank's gotta try like everything. pressure to keep releasing and keep writing I, I don't feel pressure to keep writing I want to keep writing Wow. Nice. That was a <laughs> nice medley there, which kind of a little taste of, of what uh, the three of you do. Hey, we've got a caller on the line. You're on Fox City's Core. What's your question? Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, Chris, I just wanted to say that I've, I've seen you live a couple of times, and I've really enjoyed what you've done. 
Um, I'm going to see you at the Myers Theater in Green Bay. Me and my wife are really excited to see that. But um, I know you're a Packer fan, and I just want to pick your brain. Who do you think the Packers are going to draft in the uh, first round uh, next week? Uh, um, well, I mean, what are you thinking? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks for the call. And if you have a question to call in, it's that easy. 920-358-0795. So do you guys ever like step back and take a look at, at all the stuff you've done? I mean, like kind of playing that medley, that was just, you know, really brief clips. But I mean, you're all kind of deep into this thing now. Do you ever take a step back and just sort of look at the culmination of everything that you've you've done to this point oh yeah that clip you played i don't do any of that garbage anymore (laughs) (laughs) well okay it's a good question so so, um rex i mean you're writing music and then you're performing it you can still perform those songs over and over and people want to hear them again and again amanda you're spending a ton of time on videos people are going to watch those maybe once or twice maybe three times Christopher, you're doing a stand-up show. People might go see it once, maybe twice, maybe the second time. They're like, "Hey, I heard this stuff already." You mm-hmm. know, and it might not land as hard as the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda, is that hard to <laughs> is it hard to keep like finding new recipes to make and kind of new angles and more stuff to add glitter to? <laughs> there can never be enough glitter. <laughs> but I, I have like a million ideas in my brain. So coming up with content or ideas isn't hard. Um, I think the thing that's challenging for me is finding the supplies. That's a big part of my job. And like I, I go all over the place trying to find all the supplies for these unbelievable ideas that I have. And I also feel like I need to step up my game because I've been doing the same thing for like 10 years. And now the baking industry has changed a lot. Now there's people making cakes that look like real things. Like you can't even tell it's a cake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to do that. So I'm, I feel like with this video stuff, I'm... I'm really being challenged again, and I'm having to kind of recreate and rebrand Amanda Cupcake all over again and just kind of, but isn't that what we do? We like evolve over and over and over again. So I have a question for each of you. What do you do for inspiration for new material? Well, for me, most of, and and seriously, most of what I talk about is, um, it's it's a lot of self-deprecation. So whatever's kind of going on in my life, um, I just try to make light of, you know, having been ill or having had, um, you know, a, uh, a you, know, you know, relationship issues, um, kids, um, whatever the case may be. Um, but also, uh, you know, just keeping kind of an ear and at, kind of going back to social media um, of anything topical. You know, uh, always try to have, I anyway, tr- always try to have something that's uh, topic related to something that's going on currently at the time. Um, <clears throat> you know, right now there's various different things, whether you're, you know, ripping on various different, um, you know, celebrity trials, let's just say, <laughs> um, or, um, you know, a, a, a war. Um, but that's... Every day it changes, so I mean, you kind of have to, at least per week, have something that's a little different to sprinkle into, at least then grab attention immediately. I would have to imagine the same kind of for you, Amanda, with just the fact that, you know, 
there's a demand for various different things. Do you run into, uh, well, I'm, I'm peeling off a question, but do you run into like um, scenarios where you have to work with like gluten-free things and um, like, like no sugar added sort of uh, recipes, things like that? So did you know that you just said sprinkle? But anyway. <laughs> sprinkle? You did. You said sprinkle while you were talking. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Magic word. Bang. Sprinkle. Okay. <laughs> but uh, um, I know the gluten-free world and all of that, the sugar-free world is very, it's like, I don't know, it's very important. It's kind of like trend forward or on trend, and it's also needed. Mm, yeah. in baked goods but with me um i have stayed true to my brand and i said i'm that's just not my jam yeah that's not yeah. my brand i yeah. am an indulgence so you're gonna <laughs> enjoy this treat like once in a while um and if you do eat it you shouldn't feel that guilty because it's got pure butter, pure sugar, like all the pure <laughs> ingredients. And I've tried making gluten-free stuff and I have. It just doesn't have that long of a shelf life. That's so what I've, I've understood. Stuck to what yeah. I'm good at. Mm. And this is what I'm great at. And there are amazing gluten-free bakers out there, so I've left that to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We had a question. The question was, what are the goodies on the table? Is this a good time to talk about the goodies on the table? Yes, I brought some show and tell. I made these fidget cake pops. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I make is for your inner child. So we all, even as adults here, we're like, we have an inner child. So that's what I'm in touch with a lot with my baking. And I made these fidget cake pops for a board that I'm making for a school benefit. Um, I made like a dessert board and these are part of it. And I don't know if you've heard of like poppets, but they're really popular <laughs> was that good that was good very good very good very popular with the kids um and so i used a an actual silicone poppet as a mold to make these and you could just bite into it actually you could take it off and play with it so you could take the pieces off and play with it and then you just bite into it and it <laughs> So, and then you can play with all the pieces on top. Oh, I see there's four of them there. Is there one for each of us? Yes, there is. I brought enough for everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, there thank you. Thank you. And they're like little brownies on the inside. Oh, thank you. So, so oh, with, goodness. with something like that, do kind of going along the lines of what Christopher asked, do, are people concerned with calories when they're making requests for things? I don't really, know. Or is it just more of the overall... No, appearance people, of it. people are like, I worked out today. I deserve an Amanda. They <laughs> say that all the time to me. <laughs> I have glitter on me now, by the way. Oh, that is something I will tell you. Every time you eat one of my desserts, you will leave with glitter. It on is glitter. I haven't, I haven't had glitter on my body since my strip club days, but this is very nice. This is very nice. Oh, that's tasty. How long, how long did you. you work at the strip club, Christopher? Well, let's not take the show that direction. Well, it's, <laughs> I, I like to, uh, you know, I dabble in, you know, that. No, I don't. But, uh, how, how did the three of you deal with criticism? Like being in the, going back to the social media thing, there's obviously a lot of keyboard warriors and people that think they can do everything better <laughs> than everybody else. Does that kind of stick with you or does 
does it sort of roll off your shoulders? You're going to wait for me to start? <laughs> no, as I, <laughs> I, it sounded like you wanted to say something very important. So I, take it, um, I take it real personal. Um, and I'm, I'm probably really bad at just letting it roll off my back. Um, because if I offended somebody, that's never my intent. Um, my intention would be to make you think. But, um, you know, I certainly don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, so, you know, with that, I've not had to apologize for anything thus far. Um, but, um, you know, constructive criticism, I can take that. Uh, you know, if that comes from an audience member, if that comes from somebody that was, you know, uh, had seen a show previously or even a fellow comedian of just like, well, you, know, you should probably change this around or I didn't like that or, um, man, somebody else kind of did a joke kind of like that. Well, then I'll do some research and see, oh, well, yeah, somebody did this five years ago. Okay, it's, it's pointless now. But um, <clears throat> I'll, uh, I mean, I'll let as much as I can, you know, just kind of uh, uh, roll away. But um, it's hard. I'll just, for me, it's hard. Yeah, I, I, I like to think I let it roll off, um, but then it's always parked in the back of my mind. So, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of use that as a way to improve right. if, if necessary. Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes criticism you can laugh it off because it's ridiculous. Because um, you know we're perfect. <laughs> well, right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's so. daunting. Like I'm, I, I just speaking for myself, but it's daunting sometimes. Like you know, oh, I, okay, I got that show in Rockford again. God, I hope that dumb broad isn't there again. That you know <laughs> was just you know ripping apart. Yeah. You know, whatever the case. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I've also found though that uh, a lot of people come to shows. It's it's fairly rare that you go after a show and have somebody say, "Hey, you suck." <laughs> Even if you had a bad show, people usually are like, "Yeah, great show." So you don't really know what to believe. Sometimes you got to go to the people that you know are going to tell it like it is and right. say, "How was it?" Yeah. They'll tell you. <laughs> that's a that's a good point too because some people just you know blindly say, "Oh, that was good," just to not hurt your feelings. And then you don't really. That happens a lot with comedy shows. Like, you know, you're working with, in, in many cases, you know, their peers, but sometimes they're just friends. And you'll have somebody walking out, you were really good, I really like that. You, uh, and oh, you were great. And then, you know, it's, you know, these are my friends. It's just like, you could just say great show and move on. But um, everyone does have an opinion. They're entitled to state so, I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah. This is a segment we normally do with bands, but I'm going to do it anyways. Rex, you know the segment. It's Band Reaction, where we play a clip from a previous band, and then we get your reaction. Oh. How was that? that dessert? Man, it was really good. I, actually, I wish I had a, a camera right up on you right now while you ate that. <laughs> I was like, well, everybody else is going to take them. Well, I mean, just to capture the joy in your face. <laughs> it hits all your senses. I'm impressed. This is really good. Thank you. Yeah. Agreed. I'm not much of a um, um, like a um, cake guy, um, or cupcakes, but um, I'll uh, yeah, I'll definitely. You. you are now. I am now. Cake I'll definitely. Cakes are one of a kind, though. <clears throat> yeah. We we kind of we I know I set up band reaction, but someone asked, is cake pops like is that? Would you consider cake pops to be the specialty that you do? Like, is there one thing that is your specialty? So cupcakes, I, probably, right? Cupcakes for sure. Um, and I have an entire market of especially men and a demographic of gay men 
that love my cake pops. There's something yeah. about it. Glitter. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. The it's got to be the glitter. The soft and the glitter. I don't know what it is, but um, there's a certain demographic that they go crazy for my cake pops. And it's a completely different market for me, but I always say that my cake pops are like heaven because you there's that little crispy shell on the outside and then you bite into it and it's soft. Yeah. And then it has a lot of flavor. So, and it's just little. It, you don't feel like overwhelmed, like, oh. <laughs> hey, well, this is a band reaction. We'll get your reaction right after. Band reaction. Band reaction. Are you guys sentimental with, do you save, try to save like flyers and different things from, from your career? Oh yeah. We've got oh, a yeah. bunch of show posters and stuff. And Yeah. If, I mean, if they're cool, yeah. you know, like, well, yeah. um, especially when we're on the road, because um, a lot of people, like the, the other bands will design the posters, you know? So there's some very creative ones that have come out that, you know, will show up at the venue and we have no idea. Like we'll walk in and be like, what is that? You know, like <laughs> that's really cool. So yeah, we definitely keep all like some of that stuff. And um, I do have like a little bit, I have like a box. I keep stuff in. I, I would love to be like a scrapbook person, but I'm just not. So like, I, but I do have like a box that I keep things in like, I'll keep one of every t-shirt we get made if it's a new design. Mm -hmm. I'll keep one of every like new patch, new whatever. And so I do have a box of that stuff that's kind of shows the history of the thing. Yeah, we have a lot of cool posters that <laughs> yeah. we'll probably like you'd have here. Like I just I love yeah. you know, getting them framed and having them up, which we just haven't got to yet, but yeah. um we will eventually, I think. Yeah. You know, when we have a more permanent studio like mm -hmm. I don't know. We're all enjoying these pops. So your reaction to that? <laughs> What's your reaction to that clip? This chocolate is great. <laughs> I mean, that's a, in a, just to be honest with everyone, we were enjoying these. We weren't really listening, but um, we listened a little bit. The, the kind of summary of what they said was I asked if they – save a little bit of everything like flyers band flyers if they've got a collection of memorabilia if you were um do you guys save stuff for uh prosperity i do yeah i yeah. save set lists oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. i've got notebooks just full of set lists and then videos i try to record myself um as much as possible um but then even just audio i'll just keep audio and listen back to it um so yeah, it was last week I was listening to a set I did in 20, 2017 or 2018. And then just, I just realized just how <clears throat> different things are, 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 things are now, just my delivery. Um, you know, it was a lot quicker then. I think there were still some nerves. I mean, there's always nerves, but um, flyers of that, um, you know, um, show flyers. I've kept a bunch of those. Yeah. I, it's it's good to hold on to because I mean someday I'll probably you know I'll you know be gone um, you know and then uh, you know I'll I'll have uh, passed from diabetes from eating all these cupcakes <laughs> and um, I'll uh, have something for the grandkids I guess to just like you know, 
dad used to go around the country and talk about his wiener. So. <laughs> really, uh, okay, pops, good. Um, <clears throat> you've been doing pretty good at keeping the the uh, dirty comedian stuff under wraps today for our kids program. Thanks. Yeah, I'm. It's just. It's like, I need a couple more of these cake pops, but uh, yeah, we can. <laughs> if somebody's never seen you do stand up before, do you tend to be a, a more dirty comedian, or are you somewhat clean? Um, I I'm probably I'm probably more dirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I can do a clean set. You know, I I mean, don't get me wrong, but um, people, I, I don't know. I mean, I know people like, you know, um, uh, you know tripping over themselves and fart jokes. I know that, but it's it's much you know, it's much better to get a true laugh to have a little bit of shock to it or to at least uh you know pontificate on something that everyone thinks about in everyday life. You just don't go talking about it in public. Um so yeah, it's it's definitely something that each show is a little different. You know, I've um I've done, you know, what are strictly PG shows and those are those are cool you know it was a i did one it was right be well, i was right after i don't know, right after the the happening um you know the, the pandemic stuff um and that was fun but you know the crowd has got you know 12 year old kids and it's just something different but um yeah for me i i would probably say i lean a little more to uh adult humor versus just uh <laughs> toilet humor <laughs> Well, thanks again for keeping it clean today, Chris. Yeah, you know, anything for the kids. <laughs> um, Rex, so it's festival season's coming up. Yes. So this is kind of, you're going to probably be announcing some shows sooner than later? Yes, there will be some official announcements sooner than later, but uh, I, I expect that uh, um, Electric City will be happening this year. We've got Jason Lipsky's on here next week. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, hmm. I'm looking forward to that always. Um, Electric City, Mile of Music. Paperfest is coming up this year. That should be fun. Who's ever there? Uh, so yeah, festival season. I'm glad we can do it this year again. As, as far as making a living, um, being the musician, um, baker, and comedian, is it is it hard to to keep the work coming in, or does the work just kind of show up there? I mean, is it? Is it steady throughout the year? Are there little pockets of time that that you're busy? A little insight into into your profession. For me, it's a grind. I mean, you got to keep you got and Rex probably the same. You got to keep pounding to get shows. You know, I mean, you just you know either you're working with promoters, you're working with bookers, you're maybe trying to set just something up on your own. Um, you know, then looping in some individuals that um, you know could uh, you know could work along with you. Uh, so it's not just you know. Me, myself, and I, uh, you know, telling jokes. Um, but Amanda, I would have to figure, you know, a lot of people would come directly to you, I would have to think in a way. Yeah, so I kind of restructured my brand. Um, when I had a bakery, it was way different than what I'm doing now. So when I had a bakery, I always had to constantly be making something every single day, but then I had to be worried about waste and things like that. <clears throat> and it was really challenging especially when I sold my product at retailers, like at grocery stores, that was really, really challenging. Now that I do this, to be honest, my main focus right now is a stay-at-home mom. Um, that has been 
like that was a hard shift, like <laughs> almost five years ago <laughs> um, for me. And so I don't make a lot of money right now doing what I do. I mainly do it right now for the love of it. I work with a lot of charities. I I like doing public speaking and then I like doing these TV appearances. I don't do a lot of custom orders anymore just because my daughter takes up like a lot of my quality time. Um, <laughs> and so I'm working, I look at it as like working towards a goal of what I want to do because I've just discovered within the last few years what it is I truly want like out of my brand. And it's, it is that I want, I would love to have my own like baking show. And um, so I'm working towards a goal or to be able to do public speaking gigs where I teach people things and I speak um, and, I, and I make a living off of it. So I feel like I'm starting all over again towards a goal and I'm a stay at home mom. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm terrible at promoting uh, so Rick Armstrong, our drummer, has a lot of contacts and books a lot of our shows for us. Um, and our bass player, Christopher Nobby, does a lot of the uh, social media stuff for us. Um, so you know, it goes back to the networking thing that we talked about before. You know, If you're out and about watching shows and you're meeting people and other musicians and club owners, um, that tends to help in getting shows there as well. And once you've played a place and it goes well, then of course they'll rebook you so sometimes they come to us uh, a lot of times we have to go to them um, so yeah and uh, as far as rebranding and things uh, we're also more than Mary uh, my band is in the process of that right now we did a, a photo shoot with uh, three otters photography just recently and so we're going to be um, updating our websites and Facebooks and Twitters and all that fun stuff with new, <laughs> <laughs> new pictures and things like that. So we're pretty excited about it. Finally have some actual professional pictures done. And uh, Mary did a good, great job, actually. Three Otters Photography. Check it out. I've heard of her. Yeah, she's great. She's got a, um, her studio is down on Wisconsin Avenue. I, I, is it near Division in Wisconsin, I think? Yeah. Yeah, she does some good stuff. And uh, Amanda, for you, I mean, you're kind of doing the same thing. I mean, you've got, you know, photo shoots and stuff like that as well. Um, keeping up with all that, you know, <laughs> you gotta, yeah, just keep reinventing and staying fresh and, um, you know, bands, comedians, everything. It is a lot of work. I think it's something like, you know, looking at, at what everyone does, like, do you guys get it where maybe you get somebody that comes up to you and they're like, Oh, I could, I could play music better than that. Or I could bake better than that. Or I could, I could get up there in front of people and make <laughs> jokes. I'm funny. Oh, the, the quote that I get when I, I don't really sell my stuff that much anymore, but when I did sell my stuff at like trade shows and things, there is always people that would pass by and be like, you don't need that. You can bake that at home. <laughs> I'm like, good luck at that. <laughs> no, people that, that might be interested in checking out your videos, what can they expect? Like, are you doing more sort of how-tos are more sort of just making something to to show them that you know it can be made i would say how-tos with a fun little lesson in it like with a meaning behind it hmm. and lots of glitter <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkles glitter, glitter. sponsorship needed 
<laughs> yeah, yeah there's gonna be a glitter company that's gotta back you with this. Right? This would be, this See, would be pretty slick. That's what I mean. Like that's what I'm aiming towards. Is I've been working on this brand for so long, and I have not given up yet. And I I have learned that you know what, like. I learned about the history. I don't know if you're familiar with Trader Joe's, but like mm-hmm. I learned about the history of Trader Joe's and they they kept trying, I want to say for like 12 years before they got to where they wanted to be or it may have been longer. I listened to a podcast about it. So I'm just I'm going to keep trying and finding my place and I just haven't given up because I do feel this is like a gift and I always say that cuz I this is a wig, like this pink hair is a wig. When I'm a stay-at-home mom, I have like brown brownish blonde curly hair (laughs) and I say that if you could see my soul this is the Amanda cupcake is pretty much like what my soul or my spirit looks like so I know this is what I'm supposed to be like doing in some way in my life I just don't know if it's supposed to be to make money or just to like just have like find the joy in it and then yeah, it might be just a way to yeah, it might be just a way to sort of express yourself too right. of just um you know that that soul in you of just uh honestly, you know, <clears throat> making people happy and um yeah, showing off, you know, what um what talent you've got that very well could be. Yeah. I've got a couple questions for you and if you've got a question, you can get in really quick cuz we're nearing the end of the show. Uh Chris, this question is more for you, but if if uh, Rex and Amanda want to throw some input into it as well. How do you sort of protect your brand? Because I noticed there's a Christopher Olson in Minneapolis who yeah. who's tagged the Ooh. funny magician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a hoot. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you like card tricks, that's that's the guy to book. Um, no, it's you know, it just um, you know for me it's um, you know, keeping the uh, the social media items up to date. Um, Specifically, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter. I've got a couple thousand followers, but it's nothing big. Um, but just understanding that, um, promoting where I am and uh, you know, like what I'm doing, who I'm working with, then uh, you know, will obviously separate myself uh, from other individuals. As far as my brand, um, you know, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know of. This is gonna come off incorrectly but like i don't know of any other comedians that you know you would like put in the same bucket as me and i'm not i'm not saying i'm that good or that special but i really don't know i'm just a mixture of uh, you know as far as what i find funny and what i like to talk about um so that's that's where there's probably a little gap of um uh not having like a full on say brand i guess if you will but uh, I am who I am, and um, that's that's what you're gonna get. Our band name is more than Mary with T H E N, and judging by the fact that ninety nine percent of the people that ask us about that correct, you know, the spelling isn't it than Mary. <laughs> so no one's gonna steal that. <laughs> and just in case, of course, I, I bought the the domain more than Mary and more than Mary, so we're covered. For that that's nice that's a good call yeah. <laughs> i bought the domain olsen comedy and uh that was just out there free i mean not free but it was it was open <laughs> yeah so i took it so, no trust me i pay for it yeah but <laughs> and anything to add amanda amanda cupcakes pretty unique <laughs> it is i i i mean 
I own theamandacupcake.com. Um, I added the in front of it because at one point there was an Amanda Cupcake doppelganger, and that's a whole other story. <laughs> so I've had to protect huh. myself before. She used to make the exact same things I was making. She bought she bought amandacupcake.com. So then I'm like, well, then I'm going to be the Amanda Cupcake. And you can't mistake <laughs> that, can you? <laughs> Last question for you guys. This is can be a loaded one. What are you most proud of? Not kids excluded, because that's obvious. But as far as your <laughs> your uh, business here, what's the, the thing you're most proud of? I'm pr- I'm proud that we're still together and making new, fresh music, and the albums that we've created together so far as a band. Um, I yeah, very proud of that. I would say that I'm just proud of how far. I've come, like, um, I have made thousands, thousands of desserts, I mean, thousands, and the people that I've met, and just this brand that I created from nothing, and now it is something, and there is, like, there's people that have been affected by it, and they have a story about Amanda Cupcake, and that's so cool, because it's, I mean, we all want a purpose in life, right? Mm -hmm. And... I feel with Amanda Cupcake, I have found that purpose. Nice. I know for me, um, <clears throat> this is one of the goals when I first started, um, and I've I've essentially reached it. Um, I uh, I opened at uh, Skyline Comedy Club here in Appleton for um, uh, comedian Tom Segura, and um, Carlos Valencia <clears throat> was the... Uh, uh, feature who's the middle comic but uh, that wasn't it um, uh, Carlos Valencia who's one of the most hilarious individuals had just asked me flat out like well where do you want to be like where, where are you going with this because I was whatever three or four years in and I said I want to be the comic that other comics call and want to work with like I I want to be the guy that uh, you know another comedian male or female calls and said come open for me because the show means a lot to me, and I trust you. And that's where I've gotten a lot of traction here just now recently, uh, specifically coming up with uh, next week, um, along with my show tonight with Rob. Uh, Rob's been a great friend. He's brought me along. And then other comics that have asked me, hey, um, you know, it's you know, three days in advance, but still, sooner would have been, uh, sooner than later would have been better. Um, I guess other way around. I'd like more time, but there's there's shows I've had to turn down because I just I'm either already booked or I'm, uh, you know, I've got other than personal things going on. Um, but that's the one thing that I I wanted and um, and I'm I'm kind of there. So nice. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on and doing this kind of different format today. Um, we're gonna end the show with a new song from um, Rex. I want to thank Deb for the nice comment. She said excellent show. Um, we're going to end the show with a, a new solo song, a brand new one that uh, Rex recorded at Rocker and Studios on his own. Yes. Of course, it's got the more than merry sound to it because, of course, you're writing most I'm of those songs. More than Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely check check out More Than Mary. Check out Amanda Cupcake. Check out Christopher Olson. I'm really proud to call all three of you guys friends and 
really excited to see what you guys have coming up in the future. Yeah, there's uh, one quick plug. Um, any comics listening or anybody who wants to check out uh, some local comedy, there is a, um, a Best of the Fox Valley Comedy Festival that's about to start. Um, it's going to be in June and July. Uh, so go to uh, uh, foxvalleycomedy.com for um, uh, the uh, dates there and register if you'd like. So, um, but thanks, Andy. You're one of the best. Anybody else have any plugs <laughs> before we uh, jump into Rex's new song? Yeah, morethanmary.com, rexsongs.com. Theamandacupcake.com, or just look up Amanda Cupcake on Facebook or TikTok, Instagram, any of those, or U42. U42. All right. Thank been, you. Thank you. You've been watching Fox City's Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio.